Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 30-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab a mat and we'll get started. All right. Um, it's good to see y'all. So Monday, we worked on stepping forward into poses, which I continue to maintain and will argue to the end that it is the hardest pose in yoga is stepping underneath yourself and down dog. So today, I thought it'd be fun, the kind of fun that starts with FU, to reverse that action and step back into poses. And we don't do that as often, but it's a skill that can really build agility, core strength, balance in our bodies to step backwards uh, and something that we need for everyday life. Sometimes we're going to have to take those, not necessarily the figurative steps back, although we'll have to take those too sometimes, uh, but the actual, like when we have to step backwards in daily life, uh, being more coordinated in that action helps us, uh, you know, not twist ankles or twist knees, um, all those good things that as we get older, uh, don't respond as well when we we yank on them. So we're going to start on your back in Supta Baddha Konasana. And I apologize if you missed Monday, because if you missed Monday, your abdominals are not quite feeling what everyone else's abdominals are feeling. Is anyone else's abdominals? Uh, yeah, feeling Monday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this, when the yoga teacher says it's all about your core, um, they, they mean it. Uh, personal pet peeve, like you can't just say it's about core. You have to like explain how to use the core. So that's what we're going to do today um, because certainly everything's about core, like the center of anything, right, is the center. But we're going to work with the idea of the core as a stabilizer. And how do we do that? How does, how does that action work? Start here with just a knowledge of where your spine is. And start with the edge of your spine at your tailbone and your sacrum. And uh, the sacrum is level on the floor. So if it's not, that's not uncommon when you lay down into this pose. What are you going to do? You're going to pick up your hips, slide the tailbone toward the heels. And if you're not sure, go ahead and just do that action. It'll, it'll work for all of us. And then you'll notice that the lumbar curve elongates, doesn't necessarily flatten out. We don't want it flat. But now I want to bring some abdominal awareness to the party in keeping the sacrum level, keeping the low back long, stabilizing the body, or particularly the hips in this situation. As you let the upper body have breath. So this is one of those nuances of yoga where you've got enough abdominal support to keep your hips steady, if they are your anchor. And then your rib cage is able to move and expand with the inhale, contract with your exhale. And you wanna put your hands to your ribs so you can feel that action. Keep the hours and do some arm mobility. Reach your arms toward the ceiling. So simple action. You're just going to roll your wrists and just do simple, just love on your hands a little bit. And as you're doing that, continue to work with the abdominal stabilization in your hips. So we're basically, it's good to move our wrists around, but we're basically just distracting ourselves 
and uh, then trying to reclaim the attention at the core. Right? So you've got the arms overhead. And now we're just going to add a little vinyasa to that. So keep the main purpose of this stabilizing with the abdominals. But you're going to bring the arms down into goalpost shape. And then inhale, reach them back up. So drawing down, hover the elbows, the upper arms above the floor. And inhale, reach back up. A couple more of this, a good mobilizer. Again, focus on the abdominals, keeping the hips steady, the low back long. There is work in the front, in the sides of the abdominals to maintain the integrity of the posture. And bring these back up and reach for the ceiling. Let the shoulder blades lift off the floor. Continue to work with the drawing of the abdominals that stabilizes the hips. And then arms down into cactus, knees together. Bring the knees above the hips in right angle. Legs and body at right angle. So right angle at the hip crease, right angle at the knees, like you were holding something on your shins. Breathe here. You can feel the stabilization increase, the demand increase. Then we take belly twisting pose, keeping the knees in this alignment as you go. Now we're going to work some upper body stabilization. So it's your shoulder blades that become the anchor. And a little known fact when we talk about the core, we're talking about everything, like between your shoulders and your hips, just like all of that. So one uh, element of core when we think about is it, the upper back. We don't often think of that as part of the core. It is. Right? Upper back muscles wrap down the body in a way that Make them integral to the core work. Press your shoulder blades into the floor, activating the upper back to maintain that. Because the abdominals right now are being responsible, or the lower, the front body abdominals, being responsible for this motion side to side. So when one part of the core is in motion, there's a stabilizing action somewhere else. And, and there the balance of, of yoga, of unifying two things, movement and stability. Come on back to center, hug your knees in, nose to knees, knees to nose. Rock up and back, making your way around to down dog any way that pleases you. And take some time off for good behavior just to let this get real fluid. Swim around in your down dog. Bring that back into a center line and sensitize to the base of the pose. So you've got four on the floor, hands and feet. Spread your fingers, spread your toes. Breath in. Breath out. Look forward, walk forward, top of the mat, breathe in, lift halfway, draw your heart forward, and then bow, lengthen down your legs. Just 
steady vinyasa with inhale, mountain pose, starting sun A's. Attention to the base of the pose here, the feet. And bowing, still the feet that create the entire pose. And then half lift. That might be just feet at the base, but it may be fingertips. Up to you. Plant your hands wherever you're going, down dog or chaturanga. The hands are now the primary base. Press them into the floor. Same thing with the back bend. Feet join in, really press down to the tops of the feet and up dog. And then to make the transition to down dog, it's the hands again, because right? the feet are going to be in motion as they flip, however they flip. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Hands are the base here. So you press into what you can press into. Breathe in, lift halfway again, mostly feet, but maybe also fingertips pressing back to draw your chest forward. Good. And bow, exhale. I'm going to get quiet and just let you enjoy some, some freedom of movement, but keep doing that, what you were doing. Breathe in, reach out. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, breathe out. Keep planting your hands, breathe in. Add the feet. Breathe out to down to high. Look forward. Walk or hop. Breathe in. And breathe out. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in. Plant your hand, breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out and stay in down dog for breath in. Feel the base of the pose, let yourself arrive. Breath out, feel empty and maybe open your mouth, unhinge your jaw. Let some stuff go. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop up there. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Breathe out. Fold. With your hands on the ground or on your legs, sit your hips back first. Then Ukatasana. Open the upper body. Keep this Bend in the knees as you bow. Chest to thighs, let your head drop. You lift halfway. You're on your fingertips as you toe heel your feet apart, but keep the knees pretty bent. Then press into your left foot a lot. Pick up the right foot, bring the heel to the bum. That's all we're doing. Yeah. And then put the right foot back down. Half lift. 
come up high enough to really feel your mid-back work and bow forward. It's okay if you thought we were going somewhere else, but coming back to the, the forward fold here. Inhale, lift halfway again. Your feet are still hip distance apart if that wasn't uh, already part of the program. Press into your right foot. The left foot gets light and you can just pick it up, heel to its own bum cheek. I don't know, it's like stork pose or something. Uh, and then from there, just place that foot right back to its footprint. And bow forward, breathe out. So just to, to clarify and to, to get that into the body. Again, inhale, lift halfway, flat back. The action here, press your left foot down. Feel the left leg really engaged, then right heel to the right sitting bone. Keep pressing into your left foot. Right leg just unfolds slowly and the foot descends down and then finds its footprint. We're gonna bow forward, let that go. And last one like that, inhale, lift halfway. All the work to the right foot until the left foot is just light in its footprint. Then you use the, the leg muscles in back, the hamstring and the calves, glutes to hold the heel toward the bum. And then uh, as if meeting resistance, let that down slowly, find its footprint and then it presses in. And fold forward, walk your feet wide and wrap your arms around one another, a little sway side to side. So I'm coming up here to check in uh, visually. Did anyone feel that differently when you picked up your foot um, than you normally do when you sit back? Yeah, cool, I'm glad. If we, if we were in a room together, there'd be groaning or complaining and uh, you know, some heckling, I guess. But that is the action that we want before we step back. So like the most important thing we can do for ourselves before we step back is stabilize, right? That's that work of the standing leg. Then the other leg becomes light and easier to move. We still have to pay attention to how we move it, but it's the stabilization of the first leg that gets us a, a good steady step back. Release your hands to the mat and feet together. Move through lunge salutations with that premise. Right? Press your feet down. Inhale, reach up to stand. Yes, I, I love the fact that you let me geek out this hard. Exhale, bow forward. I mean, I'm seriously kind of in love with you. Bow all the way in. Breathe all the way out. As you inhale, half lift and walk your feet hip distance. Use your fingertips for the help there. Press into your left foot. Pick up the right foot to the sitting bone. Then extend the leg back. Foot down. Breathe in. Reach up. Right? So there's that order of operations that happens kind of all at once, but not really. Hands to the mat. Look forward. You step back down, dog, or a little push up. Upward facing dog. Down dog, as you go, press evenly into both hands and keep that focus as you squeeze the right leg tightly and take it up behind you. Here, really press into the left foot as well. Bend the right knee, knee to chest, rock forward, flashback to Monday, because it's always gonna be a flashback to Monday. Lighten the right hand, step the foot. Breathe in, reach up. When we breathe out, hands to heart. Reach the fingertips forward, body's in a halfway lift, press into the right foot to pick up the left foot to the sitting bone, 
then place it down. Where did that come from? Same as going back, right? You're already in the half lift. You just organize the feet and then bow. It's really, really it's so elegant once you get the clutter out of the way. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Exhale, we're gonna fold forward, send your hips back. Bow in, and then the halfway lift, come to your fingertips, toe heel your feet apart, fingertips are helping there. You're pressing to your right foot a lot until left gets light to sitting bone. Extend long, lightly step down. Breathe in, reach up. Yeah. Hands to your heart, chest forward as you bow. Hands come down. You're already elongated for that plank. High or low. To the up dog, press down into your hands. And the hands are the driving force and take you to down dog and you're even left to right. Keep that as your meditation here. When you take your left leg up, no shift of weight to the right, just steady and even center. Bend the knee, bring it into your chest, really press off the back foot, look forward, look forward. More weight in the right hand to allow you to step the foot. Then reach up. Good. Hands to heart, heart forward, gaze forward on the floor, fingertips are down, upper body's in half lift. You press into the left foot to step the right leg. Feet together, breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Super. Sit your hips back, weight into the heels. Ukatasana. So here's the way we don't usually step back, but it's good for us to do. Press into your left foot, right foot light in its footprint, then right leg up, one-legged chair. You're going to keep this action of left foot pressing down. Send the right leg back, warrior one. Then walk left foot over because we're going to need a wider stance for that warrior one. Breathe in, feet press down to lift your chest up. When we exhale, we're coming inside the leg for a bowing warrior, ostrich, whatever you want to call it. You're bowing inside your front leg, both feet pressed down. Breathe here. And when you inhale, back up to warrior one. As you exhale, hands to heart, heart forward, fingertips down, press into your left foot to step the right leg out, feet together, you can halfway lift, and exhale, fold forward. So uh, being sore from Monday in your abs, being sore from today in your glutes, probably a thing. Inhale, ukatasana. <laughs> this is butts and guts week at Three Dog Yoga. <laughs> exhale. I'm going to pick up your left leg by pressing into your right foot. I'm laughing because back in the 90s, I taught a class called Butts and Guts. Um, it wasn't my idea, but I got hired to teach that class. It was the 90s. I beg for mercy. Press into your right foot. 
to extend the left leg back behind you. The toe finds the mat, the foot seals down. Good. Then, then walk the right foot over, right? So land, then make adjustments. Focus on the landing, like land strong, land well. Now bow inside the front leg. And that's when, we, when we're thinking about vinyasa in terms of elegance of movement and refining our agility and transition. Make a strong transition. Then if you need to organize details, have just a little bit of a pause between those two things where you, you truly land and you feel your body before you change anything. Press your feet down on your inhale and reach back up. Anyway, we don't usually do this, but good thing to practice. You know, bring your hands to your heart, draw your heart forward, fingertips to the front of the mat, back heel spins up. It's all front foot action to step the back leg up. Yeah, yeah. So you're in a halfway lift when you get there because you drew your heart forward. Then you lengthen down the legs. Really good. All right, my favorite step back to warrior. On your inhale, sit your hips back, heart high, ukatasana. We're gonna start with a bow pull, right arm back like you were shooting bow and arrow, and then reach. Left shoulder blade back like you shoot a bow and arrow. And then reach. Okay, now right arm's going, but you're also going to press into the left foot, pick up the right, and step to warrior two. Uh-huh. That's my favorite. Inhale, reverse that. Exhale, bring it to a side angle pose. Stay low in your front leg. Inhale, reach in the pose, you up and forward with your heart. When we exhale, we're gonna bring the right hand down and step back, down dog or low push up. Upward facing dog. Down dog, breathe out. Feel both sides of your body. There's differences there. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Inhale, Ukatasana. Press down into your feet. We're going to go with the twists here. So left arm into that bow pull. Then bring that back to center. So the bow pull, you're turning your chest to the side. You can envision that archery that I did once at summer camp. Reach back. Then left arm's going to pull. You're going to press into your right foot. Press into the right foot, pick up the left, then step it back. Right. Yes. Breathe in. Reach up. Reverse. Breathe out. Side angle pose. Good. Breathe in, lengthen through this. Lift. And then look to your mat. You breathe out. Hand down. Step back. High or low, heart's forward. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. 
breathe out, down dog. Gonna look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Dig your heels in, Ukatasana. Hands to heart center, we're gonna twist. Left elbow toward right knee, open the arms how you like. And then one more time with, or actually one more set of step backs. Start with pressing into your right foot and making your left foot light. When the left foot is light, pick up the foot, extend the leg back. Be sure it's light before you try to move it because it's easier to move light things than heavy things. Press your feet down, lift your chest up. Then look to your mat, plant your hands, step back down dog or low push up, breathe out. Upward facing dog. Down dog, pause here or child's pose. So one last big ticket item, that left side. You got a three-step process for stepping back. The first is to ground the foot that's not going to move. The second is to get the moving foot light and lifted. Then the step back doesn't have to be a, a long, slow process, but there's definitely those three components that happen in that order. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Sit your hips back, Ukatasana. May this be the hardest thing you have to do today. Hands to your heart, twist. Right elbow to left knee, open your arms any way you like. Stabilize in the pose for a moment, land where you landed. Left foot presses down, right foot gets light, right heel up to sitting bone or thereabouts. Then the leg extends and steps with ease. Good. Breathe in here, lift your chest. And breathe out. Look to your mat. Step back down, dog, or low push-up. Upward facing dog. Making our way back to down dog, empty. through your hands, walk or lightly hop to seat it. Have a seat, feet in front of you, hands to your shin bones, lift your spine in, sit way tall. And then I was gonna say to you, like looking at you, cause I normally talk to you when you're on the floor. That was great, that was awesome. Well done you. Take the hands behind, lift your chest some more and lift your hips if you like. And then wherever you're coming from, Slowly make your way down onto your back, having any finishing poses, stretches, movements that your body wants or needs. Make your way to Shavasana when you're ready.
when you're ready to come back and start with your fingers and your toes, just light movement at the edges of you. One movement, roll to your right side and tuck in. Simple as you can go, right? Pause there, land. And we're gonna keep working with this idea. Take your left palm and place it to the floor. There's your ground. Use the hand into the floor just to come up to seated with as little extra as possible. So that grounding down lifts your body. And then you just integrate yourself into a seated pose. We're all gonna do that a little differently. Just elegance of movement and refinement of movement as we come out of the practice right, to honor the work that we did in the practice. It's, just, it's a good idea if that's uh, something that appeals to you. Right? Sometimes we scurry and hurry and get on to the next thing. The truth is we can keep this level of awareness right, and with ease, grace with us. Right? We can remember it and practicing it in small things, it's useful. Physically and mentally. Have a moment, we'll bring hands together, heart center, acknowledge the work that you personally did today. Whatever it was, it was good. And thumbs to forehead center, we acknowledge each other's work and this time and interesting space that we share in yoga. That's fantastic, y'all. Namaste. Super good. Thanks, everybody. Well done. Barlo, nice shoe. I like it. Thank you. Bye. Oh, you're welcome. It's good to see you, Christine. <laughs> <laughs> And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.